0: Yo, 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 it's your man John Johnny Schultz From the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast, man Man Yo, this weekend I had the biggest fucking scare, man Y'all probably seen the video of comedian Legend D.L. Hughley Passing out on stage live At his show Now when I seen that shit, I didn't know what the fuck happened Cause I was asleep and you know, I woke up And like when I wake up I do what most people do, I grab my phone I grabbed my phone Went to the, I went to Instagram I'm like who the fuck is this passing out on stage And then I went and I checked Like the caption it said Comedian D.L. Hughley passes out on stage And now Like those of y'all who know me Y'all know I, I love me some comedy man I used to be a teenager in high school Buying the deaf Comedy Jam DVDs The old Martin DVDs Like the Kings of Comedy is one of my favorite Stand up Comedy specials of all time, everybody killed it. Cedric, Steve, Harvey, DL, Bernie Mac, and we like we lost Bernie Mac maybe like a decade ago now. So when I seen DL Hughley passed out, and like what made it even scarier for about, I think it was like for a full day, nobody said nothing. But let me play y'all the clip. This is DL Hughley. He was he was on stage. He was mid performance. Like I've been to so many comedy shows Especially when I lived in California At the Ontario Improv I was there every week And like I can't imagine how scary it must be Like if you're watching Your favorite comedian perform Or any comedian for that matter And they begin slurring And they pass out on stage Now they said he passed out You know due to You know he was diagnosed with coronavirus And I guess they, I guess they caught it late His son now has the coronavirus also and I, like I hope that's the case, because I mean it was scary. He was on stage. Let, let me play it first, man. Hold up. Let me see if I can. Here we go. They oh
1: we were immigrants.
2: <laughs>
0: that's when he started passing out right there. I got you. His security guard now catches him shit was fucking scary man but it was right there like when they dragged him off the stage like he was dead I was like shit and then the guy got on the microphone I mean I understand he's doing his job he said ladies and ladies and gentlemen be calm everything is going everything is will be okay we have it under control somebody in the crowd said no you don't Cause at that point, y'all don't know what's going on. I was scared. I'm scared watching it through the fucking screen. So I can just imagine being someone in the audience. But he came out. He said he was okay. Let me see if I can find that. Cause I, I man, I was so scared, man. Nah, I can't find what he said. Here we go. Let me play some of what he said after he passed out. Cause I mean, he had me scared.
1: Hey, it's, uh, me, DL Hughley. Uh, um, I'm just being released from St. Thomas uh, Hospital in Nashville. I want to thank them for taking such good care of me. I want to thank you all for your well wishes and your prayers. And you comedians who called and said such evil things when I was scared to death, thank you too. Um, I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you everybody for your prayers and well wishes. Um, when I came, I was being treated, uh, for extreme exhaustion and, um, uh dehydration which i i was very dehydrated but it turns out they ran a battery of tests and i also tested positive for COVID 19 which blew me away um, i was what they call asymptomatic i didn't have uh any symptoms that you uh, know the classic symptoms i didn't have flu-like symptoms i didn't have a uh, shortness of breath i didn't have difficulty breathing i didn't have um, uh, a cough, I didn't have a low grade fever. I still don't have a fever. I didn't have mm. a loss of smell or taste. Apparently, I just lost consciousness. so in addition, let me pause it right there real quick
0: and I could believe that because those of y'all who know me on my right eyebrow, I have a scar, it is like a big slit down my right eyebrow because it was I believe it was during my first year of college at Morrisville State University. I had just left the dining hall. I had breakfast in the morning by myself. As I was going upstairs, I passed out. Like, I I legit just, I lost consciousness. I just passed out and my head hit the steps. Like, thank God my roommate Nana was right there in the room because, like, it was no telling what would have happened had he not been there. Because I passed out. I slipped my eyebrow into. Like, my whole half of my eyebrow is dangling down over my eye. But when it happened, like I was in, I was in such shock that I went back to my room and I laid down and I laid my head on the pillow. Now my roommate Nana, he sleep, he in the bed, he in the top bunk, he sleep. But after about ten to fifteen minutes, I'm like, yo, I have this huge migraine. Like, what is going on? And again, I was still in shock. So, so I woke up my roommate Nana and I said, yo, am I bleeding? Because like, I have a huge headache. Am I bleeding And do you have any pills And he looked at me like Like I was a ghost I'm like oh shit Like what the fuck is going on Again I'm still in shock And he was like yo I'm gonna go get the RA And I believe our, 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 our RA's name was Patrick And then he came in the room He said oh shit I'm gonna call 911 And at that point Like I still didn't know What was going on But eventually when I got to the doctor They told me that I was Extremely severely dehydrated At that point, um, I was going to the gym I believe about four to five times a week I was staying for like an hour or longer So they told me I was severely dehydrated And that is the reason why I passed out And again, also I I had a They said a rare heart complication Called atrial fibrillation So I mean, you gotta take care of your body You gotta stay hydrated But ever since then, I drank a gallon of water a day But let me finish more of of what D.L. Hughley was saying Scary situation, man. Scary, scary situation. Especially now in the times we live in. So thank God this brother is okay. Thank God he is healing up at home. Thank God, man, we still have this brother here. He does a lot, man. Love this guy.
1: Uh, To all the other stuff you have to look out for, if your ass pass out Mm. in the middle of a show, on stage, you probably need to get tested. So I am... uh, Going uh, back to my hotel room to quarantine for 14 days. And, uh, well, thank you for uh, your prayers and your well wishes. And um, a few more of them wouldn't hurt. So hopefully um, I won't develop symptoms. Maybe this is as bad as it gets and I'll just pass out over and over again. Or not. But thank you. Uh, I appreciate uh, your thoughts and your prayers. And that
0: is DL Hughley, man. Thank God this brother's okay. Thank God he's alive because we know 2020 has been a tough year. It's been a rough year for like regular civilians, but also for celebrities. So anytime you see somebody pass out, like you don't know what's going to happen. Like we, and like within the past year, we lost so many people, man. Like so many regular black brothers who are quote unquote like the average. U.S. citizen but also Again we have lost so many Celebrities now Like when we lose someone Who is notable of old age or You know someone due to health complications But they are up in age like 70 80, 90 It's still tough to deal with But when they Die at an age such as Juice WRLD, Nipsey Hussle Even Kobe Bryant Who just the day before he died He was at the game When LeBron James had broke his record He was at the game That night he sent out a tweet Hey LeBron, congratulations And so many other kind words And then you wake up the next morning He's gone Like that is how fast life can go by So thank God Dio Hegley Is still here, thank God he is alive Thank God he is breathing Thank God we got to hold on To another one of our black legends man. But on this episode Man, I I got some stuff I want to get to man Some stuff I kind of wanted to get to the other week But it was so much going on It's still a lot going on now But I want to focus on some other shit this episode man. I'm trying to get back in my bag I'm trying to get back in my comfort zone man Adrian Brona Did did y'all see what he said? We gonna get to that Adrian Brona on Father's Day If you don't know Adrian Brona He's a black professional boxer He's pretty good too like the last couple fights They kind of didn't go his way I know he got knocked the fuck out But he's a good boxer For Father's Day He said he received only two $25 gift cards for Father's Day And he said yo I need to, st- I need to start nothing in something else I deserve more than two $25 gift cards So my question is Do men deserve more? Is he ungrateful? Or as men Do We just accept the fact that on Father's Day We are fathers We have to do our job Like can we have expectations Because we know when it comes to women For Mother's Day Their expectations are through the roof Now for a woman Let you get a woman two $25 gift cards Fellas how do you think that's going to go It's not going to go good And trust me I I don't want to be in the room When you give your girl a $25 gift card Your child's mom Again, I understand as men, like men, we can't expect much. As a man, you can't want what women want because that's not in our nature. If a man wants anything, a gift or to feel appreciated outside of getting a card, oh, that's a fuck, nigger. We know what women say. Also, I'm probably going to call up my boy or call up a woman to get her opinion. Um, There was a, a Chicago man. He killed a woman after finding out she was transgender. So my question is, again, I never want to blame the the person that has passed away. But does she take some of the blame for not letting him know sooner that she was a transgender? I'm going to give you guys my thoughts on that and much, much more. This is episode 34, I believe, of the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. Stay tuned. I'm back. Take a seat. We're going to have a nice show today, man. I'm going to try to stay away from... A lot of things I spoke about in the past episodes Like I want to use this episode to get back in my zone Get back in my bag And kind of get my feet back man. The last couple episodes been heavy I had people tell me last week That they kind of got emotional Or made them think about their own mortality Listening to the last episode So we're going to have a nice little upbeat show We're going to get into <laughs> Some fun stuff man So this is Lunchroom Chatter Podcast Take a seat, get ready baby Your boy back I'm back, baby At least for this one episode So let's let's just pray that within the time I record this episode And the time I record the next episode That there are no more deaths at the hands of the police So we can relax and we can try to get justice for the ones that have passed away Like we still trying to get justice for Breonna Taylor We still trying to get justice, man They fired one cop And that's it the other cops have not been fired yet. They still on the job or they on quote unquote desk leave, still getting paid. Nobody's in jail. We still trying to get justice for Brianna Taylor. And even men dating back centuries. I mean not centuries, decades, that still have not gotten justice. Man, shit, even centuries too. I ain't gonna centuries. Still have not gotten justice, man. <sighs> man. Let pay some bills. I'll be back, bitch. Welcome back to the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. Before I start, man, I just want to say, fuck them cops, man. Them cops lied about, I, I believe it was New York. They lied about being poisoned at Shake Shack. Now, they went to Shake Shack. They got some shakes. They got sick and they... The story they gave, but, oh, we were poisoned. That's why, come to find out, there was an investigation. They were not poisoned. They just had a fucking bad drink. Now, we know, like, how many times have you gone to eat at Taco Bell, McDonald's, or anywhere else? Especially Taco Bell. And, like, after you eat, I mean, the food tastes good. The food tastes the best when you're eating it. But about a couple hours later, you're done. Your stomach done. You on the toilet, holding your phone, reading articles, going through Instagram for like 45 minutes while you diarrhea. I mean, nobody is, is exempt, but I mean, the times we live in now, they got sick, so they automatically assumed that they were poisoned. I mean, eh, I get it, but well, you don't want to rile it up and, because, I mean, you could have got those employees fired. So thank God that the, the NYPD, the whoever else did a thorough investigation and they admitted they were not poisoned because when the story came out, the NYPD, they jumped on that quick. You know, what kind of world do we live in when the cops can't even get a, a milkshake? So thank God they found out that those guys were not poisoned and that those employees who would have gotten thrown under the bus that they kept their job. But um Adrian Brona, man. He released a video saying that for Father's Day, he only received two $25 gift cards. Let me play y'all what he said. And I'm going to tell y'all my opinion and how I feel on this situation. So this is Adrian Brona in regards to how his Father's Day went. Let me turn this up. (laughs)
1: Hey, y'all. I just realized I only got two $25 gift cards to Benny Harness for Father's Day. Now, I'm a grateful person, but... At this point, it's like, I think I need to find some better bitches to nut in, man. Cause, like, <laughs> I take, I I do everything. I try to do everything that I could for y'all all year. Mm. I only ask for one day of appreciation, man. I feel them. I feel them. Like, my, matter of fact, fuck that shit. You know what? Mm. You know what? I'm about to be a deadbeat for three months, man. Don't none of you bitches call me, man. Don't- <laughs>
0: Was Adrian Broner in regards to His father's day went now Benny Hanna it's not cheap it costs a lot So if you got two $25 gift Cards I don't know what you gonna buy with that You might buy a portion of the Meal without The drink but I feel him I do Now normally when Adrian Broner speaks I don't Really agree with what he says But in regards to this situation I do like men Like we don't get enough credit Especially on father's day like when it comes to Mother's Day, you go in Walmart, you go in CVS, you go in Rite Aid, Dwayne Reed, you go in Best Buy, you go in every store. I mean, they they support Mother's Day nonstop. You see signs everywhere. It's a balloons. As soon as you walk in, you can walk to the back of the store, three miles to the back of the store. They got balloons back there. They got the baskets out in the middle. You go in Walmart, they got the cards. They got everything ready, letting you know it's Mother's Day. For Father's Day What do we get You walk in the store The day before Father's Day You don't even know It's Father's Day They may have like I don't know A tie section Or Father's Day shirts Three for twenty It'd be the the worst shirts ever Like these the shirts Y'all bring out for Father's Day Y'all can't bring out Something of substance We don't get no balloons In the store We don't get nothing Like we get the Suggested the worst gifts for Father's Day Because as a man You know you got Oh you're a father You know that's what you're supposed to do I mean I Let me rewind I understand Mothers play a huge part in parenthood Moms have to birth the child They have to You know mothers play A substantial part In regards to men But men are equal When it comes to parenting man The child cannot be here without the father. So I feel as if, like, we already don't get enough credit. A lot of women want men, like I said the other week, in regards to the woman who said, you know, a man is supposed to do everything, pay the bills, get my nails done, do everything. If you can't afford the woman 100% to pay for everything, then you should not court that woman. That is what she said. So, I mean, if a man wants to feel appreciated one day, one day out the year, because like I said before, there's times when I've paid every single bill. Every single bill. And I wanted to relax. I wanted to, you know, just enjoy the fact that okay, I paid these bills. Let me kick back, let me relax. And um or at least hear thank you. You know, thank you for paying these bills. Thank you for paying the Netflix, the Hulu, the Disney Plus, the um ESPN Plus, the stars, the HBO. Like, thank you for like that stuff gets overlooked because a lot of women don't realize, look, when you come home and you relax and and you want to catch up on insecure and you could easily pull up, you know, the HBO app and like a lot of men pay for that. Like people forget like how costly things can be. And again, the woman said the man should pay the rent, my car note, his car note, this and that. If a man is paying for all that, like we should be allowed to hear. Thank you. Like I said before, women have made it to where you are less of a man if you want to hear thank you because they say, oh, you a man, you supposed to be doing that. That's your job. There's a lot of things that women have that's quote unquote your job, but you still want to hear thank you. Like we got to we gotta get rid of that. The fact that, because I've seen the comments, oh, you stupid, you a man, you supposed to be doing that. Oh, that's not the kind of man I want to be with. Now, did he take it too far by saying, you know, oh, I should nut in somebody else or Some more mature women. Yeah, that was kind of too far because like you already have kids with those women. So those are baby mamas for life. But I agree with the man, man. Yo, you get him. Like if that's really what he got, two $25 gift cards to Benny Hines, knowing that's not, it's not, it's not enough, man. Now, again, I don't know his relationships with the mother of his kids. I don't know how much he do for his children. Now that may play a fact in it too because... If he's like a, a half daddy or like a deadbeat pops, I mean, you kind of going to get what you're going to get. But if it's like me, if that's like myself, you know, all yeah, I bust my ass, man. Working. I've been doing the podcast. I've been, you know, I put in so much effort, not because, you know, I feel like it's my job. I do it because I want to, even in regards to my son. Like me and my son have so much fun. Like we learn, we go on adventures. Like I do that because I love my son. In the fact that when I lay down to have my son, there are responsibilities that come with being a father. And everybody should know that. And like that's why I hate deadbeat dads. Like the ones that just sit around, like knowing you laid down, you made the kid with that with that woman, you made the child. So you can't commit the act. Well, you can because a lot of people clearly do it, but. If you lay down and have a child with a woman Like there are responsibilities of that Like you can't enjoy the fact that you are going Inside her raw but then When you are faced with the consequences Of those actions Now oh you scared Let me oh I I don't know if I could be of that Well you knew what you was doing when you was inside her right Better suck it up And man up That's all I'm saying but I A.B. A.B. Adrian Broner It's probably the first time And the only time I'm probably gonna agree with you man Getting my man Two twenty five dollar gift Man if y'all don't get out man. <laughs> That's crazy man But uh, Last week I spoke about Hurricane Chris Y'all know Y'all know the man a He is out on bond And again I don't know the facts of his case But I know the fact that He committed an action That ended up in somebody Dying You know Passing away He got charged with Second degree murder and that takes me back to a point I made in earlier episodes Where the fact that the music you make can be used against you Because he released the song last year And I feel like this song will be played in court Let me play you some of this song real quick Probably can't play it in full I ain't trying to get no lawsuit But this is some of the song Listen to the lyrics in this song Oh
3: nigga what? You ain't gon' play me like no whole nigga, check it out, check it out. Talkin' slick, I put your dick in the dirt, think it's a game, no no coppin' douches, you disrespect me, I'm bustin' brains, rappers like rappin' bout shit that they ain't never do, Say the water, that's the difference between me and you, if I pull out this tool, believe me, it ain't dickin' no views, when I take that back, hop out with the Mac, right attack, put your face on the news, whoa, niggas can't see me with a rifle and a scope, boss man ain't got.
0: That's the dangerous part of rapping about guns and killing people and gun talk. Like that's what happened with um What's the name? Bobby Smurder. Like they used his music against him, man. But the fact that he was committing crimes and then he was rapping about the crimes that he committed, and it was dumb, it was stupid. And I mean it got him it got him riled up. He got seven years in jail. He should be out within the next maybe, I believe about a year or two, but Hurricane Chris, I am gonna stay up to date on this case because I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to go to see a young man with so much potential. Of course, he had a hot, you know, he had a hot start to his career. He kind of fizzled off in the mainstream, but that's a black brother, man. Like, I believe that any black man can be saved. Like, I'm not one of these guys who believe that if a black man commits an act that, you know, he is beyond redemption. Anybody can, you know, can anybody can be redeemed. Like, again, I'm speaking for myself. Now, of course, like, if you commit murder, rapes, you know, like child molestation, stuff like that, it's kind of tough to even vouch or cheer on a possible redemption the fact that you have affected someone else eternally. Whether it be a murder, whether it be child molestation, but. I would hate for someone so young to have their life Defined by an act that they committed But again I'm torn because There's a mom There's a dad There's a brother, a sister, auntie, an uncle Who no longer has their loved ones So I'm going I'm to I'm stay up to date on this Because I kind of want to see what happens with this case Again right now he's out on bond He said it was self defense, self defense But as of right now we don't know But we're going to take a quick break I'm going to pay some bills Stay tuned Welcome back to the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast Now before I start this topic, I want to preach caution I don't want to come off as insensitive regarding this topic I'm speaking about the Chicago man who killed a transgender woman So before I begin, I want to say first and foremost Rest in peace to the victim The transgender woman, no matter the circumstances Should still be alive I repeat, no matter the circumstances involving this case the transgender woman should still be alive But that opens up the floor to what I want to speak on Me being a man Like transgender women now They don't look how they looked back in the 90s Remember like back in the 90s Like if you come across a transgender man or woman Like they look like a man Like you can tell Oh yeah that's a transgender right there That's a transgender But now it's just like With surgery being so advanced And how makeup has grown How the hairstyles have grown You can now get breast surgery You can get ass shots You can get your dick chopped off And get a whole pussy put where your dick used to be I mean so much has happened To where Like sometimes you don't Like you won't know That the person you are about to sleep with Is a transgender until you reach down To grab that kitty cat and you You feel a dick if they haven't you know had that surgery but um i'm gonna play the report first this is from abc7 chicago you don't want to play I'm trying to let y'all hear the news story so here we enraged, go
4: that after shooting the victim multiple times he left and then returned to the crime scene to open fire once again Police say video from the neighborhood led them to the alleged killer, 18 year old Orlando Perez, now held without bond. Investigators say Perez had gone home with the victim, 37 year old Selena Reyes Hernandez, shortly after meeting her on the morning of May 31st. And in her basement apartment in Marquette Park, Perez learned Reyes Hernandez was transgender. The offender became very upset. He uh, left the residence, he became more upset, and that's when he came back to the residence and then he brutally uh, murdered the victim in this case. Wow. Prosecutors say Perez returned to the apartment a third time, again opening fire on the victim's lifeless body. Investigators able to track his alleged movements after gathering more than two dozen videos. And police say this image on the victim's phone showed Perez in the residence, at his home where the apparent clothes he had been wearing, and a gun authorities say with the same type mm. of bullets used in the shooting. Perez arrested Sunday, the same day marchers gathered in Boystown Town to raise Damn. awareness about growing violence against the transgender community.
1: We can't um, protect ourselves. Let me pause
0: the record. I kind of walk back some of what I said because, I mean, if he had lost control and had pushed her or something like that, then I can understand. But he was so enraged. And, like, that again goes and speaks to the fact that, like, People being homophobic is so heavy in our community, especially our black communities. And like I said last week, I kind of don't understand it. The fact that, you know, African-Americans, people of color, we have been made to feel unwanted, to feel, you know, as less than. So to look at transgenders or people that are gay in certain ways, I just feel like, you know, it's kind of sad. But he ain't have to do her like that, man. They said he snapped. He shot her multiple times, then he left, and then he came back and continued to shoot her lifeless body after he left. That's insane, but let me finish playing the rest of the clip. That is insane, man, RIP, man, to this young woman.
1: Alone, we need the entire
0: community to come together.
4: Authorities say Perez has no prior record. In court, his attorney said he's a senior at Bogan High School and was on track to graduate. Hey, if you like that video, be sure to subscribe.
0: That's tough. And when I go to the comments, I see he's the real victim. Like, uh, I don't really agree with that, man. But 30 year old woman luring a high school student to his house. Let's be honest. That lady was a creep. I I, 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 I ain't going to say all that now because the real victim is the one that lost their life. But that opens up a question, like I said. I'm going to speak hypothetically right here. Oh, matter of fact, let me tell you all a story real quick. So when I first came to Georgia, right, my first year in Georgia, I was, which was 2011. Now, I got to Georgia. Now, at the school I went to, which was Georgia Southern University, in one of my classes, we had a student who was transgender. Like, they was born a man, but they was transitioning to a woman. And now anyone who knows me knows that I'm like, I'm sweet. I'm nice to every single person I meet. I don't care if you black, white, Chinese, Jewish. I don't care if you fat, if you slim, if you 700 pounds, if you 50 pounds. Like to me, I treat everybody with respect because everyone is equal in my eyes. I'm speaking for myself. So there was a time we had to do a group project. And, you know, the fact that Georgia, we are in the South. It's a lot of homophobic shit down here. You know, so nobody wanted to work with the transgender student for a group project. Now, it was me and another one of my classmates. And I was like, yo, let, let's just work with um, Let's work with her again. Speaking about the transgender student. Now, she was like, OK, let's do it. And, you know, in the group, I was nice to to both of them. You know, I'm that's just who I am. Like, like I said, everybody is going to get treated with respect. I don't care how you look. I don't care if you gay, straight. We all equal. And I guess that the fact that I was nice to her speaking about the transgender student and nobody else was. I don't know if that kind of came off wrong or if she assumed I like her and I didn't. That was just me being nice. So one day I left class and like, I don't know if she was confiding in me or if she thought I may like her. But she said, it's like I left class and she followed me and she said, you know I'm transgender, right? And I said, oh, I kind of figured, but it's okay. It don't bother me. Now, I didn't like her, but the fact that, the fact that, you know, she came out and let me know, even though I kind of already knew, to me, if you are transgender, again, rest in peace to the victim, she should still be alive. But I'm just saying, if you are transgender, And you assume that you are going to be talking to someone or you are going to or you are having a man come to your house with the expectation that sex might happen. That should be known like those details. Those facts have to be out there. Like you have to let someone know, look, I'm transgender because again, rest in peace to the victim. I am not saying she should be dead. But those facts have to be out there And then once you Once you let those facts be known If the man proceeds To go to your house or You know vice versa Then those are the actions That he is willing to take based on the information That you told him You know I had one of my One of my boys I told him you know he always keep it a hundred He keep it real My man Brian he keep it My man Swag he keep it a hundred I let him know yo I need your opinion on this topic. If a transgender had you come to their house, y'all kissing, y'all making out heavy, you know, it's about to go down and you reach down and you feel a dick. Like how would you react? Now his opinion, this is his opinion. This is not mine. You know, he don't speak for me, but I know he going to keep it all the way hundred. So let me see if I can find this clip real quick, because like I said, man, it's tough, but let me play. This is, this is from my guy Swag. My nigga Swag Curry on Kingsbridge Projects. That's what he said. Let me turn this up real
2: quick. Nah, bro. I ain't gonna hold you, my nigga. I ain't. I'm not having that. We gotta fight. You were born a man, so we can definitely fight. Like, your hands definitely were born as many hands. You probably got the same knuckles I got so we could shoot the hands. So, but my thing is, is it's the reason of why is because you knew before going into that, right, that I might not recept this information properly or, or in, 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 the, in the tone that you wanted to, mm. but you decided to hide that information till you felt like it was t- to the best of your benefit. So when I find out on my time, all that time we just spent is wasted. Like, mm. it's, I'm fucking mad. Like, we have to fight, bro. Like, I don't care how many operations you have, we have to fight. Like, that's just not something you do. Like, that's just that's mad wrong. Like, nothing against them personally. But that's just not my, my cup of tea. So it's like, if you try to force yourself to be my cup of tea and lie about being my cup of tea until that cup of tea gets revealed, nigga, we got to fight, bro, straight up. <laughs> and I'm calling him bro the whole time.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Damn,
2: but that's a fact right there. That's
0: 100%. If you are tra- like, like he said, if you are transgender, now, everybody, like, I, look, everybody will not like you. But some people, they will respect you. Like, to me, I respect transgenders. I don't have an issue with them. But would I, would I mess with them? Would I kiss them? Would I sleep with them? No. This is not me being, you know, any kind of phobic shit. You know, the shit that people be saying now, the fact that the world is so sensitive, this is not me doing that. This is about my personal preference. And like he said, like, it's not my cup of tea. So if you know you look so much like a woman to where I can be fooled, like, don't try and make, you know... Being with a transgender, my cup of tea. When it's not, because you feel you can get one over on me. So again, I don't, I don't, I don't stand by assault, abuse, none of that shit. But like he said, it might go down. It might be a fight going on. It might be some beds flipping. It might be some. It might be some tables turning. Remember, remember what the fuck, K Michelle said. You gonna shake the table? It, the table might get shook. A couple tables might get shook. But would I kill the transgender? I'm not going to go that far, but shit. We're going to take a quick break, man. We're going to come back, man. I'm going to end it off with a dope dope jam, man. My son, what's his name? My son, Marlon Craft, dropped a new project. He had a song on there called, Con- matter of fact, we're going to end it right now. A song called Consequence. The shit is dope, man. Marlon Craft, he stay consistent. Consistent. Matter of fact. We're gonna gonna skip Marlon today. We're gonna do my my son Katori Walker. He dropped a song called Melanated. I feel like this shit is amazing. It fits in great with the times we live in now. The fact that if you are black, love yourself, embrace your blackness. This is Katori Walker with Melanated. Dope rap out of Cali.
3: We just tryna make a way. Stomach hungry, kitchen empty, that's that every day. Grab some liquor, all my homies peacing on the eighth. And poverty it be the sickness, so we medicate. Uh, most of my niggas never meditate. Unless it's plotting on the mission, trying to confiscate. To hit a lick to get some money, probably catch a case. Just talking dirty, cause he black and he hate his face. You know the system fucked up when you black is me. At the door, it's a but we ain't get the key, so we ain't knocking now. Through the window now, just don't make a sound. If you make a sound, police probably. Look, guns look, black, it ain't the fad, it's my life, nigga Same crime, you getting 12, I'm getting life, nigga You got a slap on the wrist, I gotta strike, nigga But I wouldn't trade it for the world to sacrifice, nigga look, Black things, black dreams, black businesses, black kings Don't matter if you dark or light skin, you still a black queen Don't matter if you born by Rachel, then there's black jeans Okay, if you don't get it, my nigga, it's just a black thing <laughs> Look at me, I'm melanated you probably hate it, but I celebrate it. I made it here, I wasn't supposed to make it. You probably hate it, but I celebrate it. Look at me, I'm highly melanated. I made it here, I wasn't supposed to make shit. You probably hate it, but I celebrate it. You probably hate it, but I celebrate it. Shout the puppy calls. It's a sweet, sweet taste. It's a sweet, sweet taste. It's a sweet, sweet taste. It's the sweet taste of melanin baby. It's a sweet sweet taste. It's the sweet sweet taste. It's the sweet sweet taste. It's the sweet sweet taste. May free. That shit come with uh. the hidden fee. Copping me, copping me, stolen identity. Wanna be niggas? They say it identically. No consequence on these coppers. is killing me. Came for my pain, but you say that you killing me. Doing this foul with the fuck is the referee. Doing this foul with the fuck is the referee. Lucky he made this with they Freedom ain't free. That shit come with the hidden fee. Copping me, copping me, stolen identity. Wanna be niggas? They say it identically. No consequence on these coppers. is killing me. Came for my pain, but you say that you're killing me. Doing this foul with the killing me. Doing this foul with the fuck is the referee. Doing this foul with the fuck is the referee.
1: For my niggas, this is strictly for my niggas, This is for my niggas, this is strictly for my niggas, man.
0: This is for my niggas, hold you, down ass niggas, Never Clown ass
3: niggas, yeah. This is for my niggas, eh? This is for my niggas, this is strictly for my niggas, huh? This
1: is for my niggas, this is strictly for my niggas, man. This is for my niggas, hold you, down ass niggas, Never Clown ass niggas,
0: yeah. This is for my niggas, never. That was my guy, Katori Walker with with Melanated. And again, hold up. Let me let me pause this. Now look, a lot of y'all be hitting me up. Oh, you know, why can't the podcast episodes be longer? Look, I don't know if y'all motherfuckers could really sit through if I make these episodes an hour, hour and a half long. Like, the attention span now is so short. I don't think y'all gonna sit if I make these episodes an hour and a half to two hours long. Oh, shit, I don't even know if I'm gonna sit that long. But again... You guys can follow me on Instagram at Lunchroom chatterpod. You guys can DM me. You can click the link in the description of this podcast. You guys can send in voicemails. You know, if you guys need any relationship advice, again, if you need relationship advice, I cannot guarantee that what I tell you may work. But I can guarantee that my advice may make your relationship life a lot better than what it is now again this is john a schultz lunchroom chatter podcast and look this is the second episode I, I done gave you guys within the last six days a lot of y'all be hitting me in my dms ah, you'd you be taking too long to release episodes this is the second episode i gave y'all within a six day span enjoy i love you guys stay safe just love everybody man and again r.i.p to everyone who has died Recently, in the RIP to the transgender victim. This is not an episode placing blame on you. This is an episode just me wondering about, you know, my thoughts as a man. It's your boy John A. Schultz checking out. Peace.